So tell me a little bit about um, the uh, processes involved in making this album. Obviously, you spent two a good two, <laughs> two and a half years touring around the world with the first album. And then um, at some point, you, you decided you needed to take a bit of a break, obviously, to recharge the batteries and get ready to do a second album, another album. How did uh, what were the processes involved? Did you just uh, had you written anything before that moment, um, or had you? We had a few songs done. We had "Where Are You Now" um, and the title. I'm not the title track. What else do we have? "Put Line and Sinker." They were composed before the touring that we were doing. I think we were on the road with the Free Fighters when we kind of had those tunes in the bag. And then as soon as we got back to Brighton, we just went to um, Brighton Electric, the rehearsal studio where we always go to and. Um, yeah, we went back into our the same room we go to and just um, began fishing for ideas and seeing yeah, seeing if we could get excited again. I read somewhere that you've got some kind of setup when you are actually on the road, some kind of um, place where you can lay down ideas. Is that is that true? Yeah, I built a bit of a studio at the back of the bus over the Foo Fighters stretch just so that I felt inspired, didn't have to get frustrated. There was somewhere to record. Yeah, sure. <laughs> In terms of the content of the album, how do you feel it's different from the first one? I feel like it's a more refined and sophisticated record. I guess, in a weird way, it kind of feels like a debut. It feels like we had the opportunity to to craft something with like a body of work in mind, whereas our, our first record is like this patchwork of demos, really. We never intended to make an album. We just cut a few tunes for a laugh, yeah. and then it ended up... Well, it stopped, it stopped being funny, put it that way. Yeah, and it's still just you two, isn't it? There's no other additional musicians. You're doing the backing vocals. Um, well, there's no there's no additional musicians that you can see because they're sort of scattered in, in foreign countries and they they um, contribute to the show through Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but apart from that, it's just it's all me and Ben. All right. So Brighton is obviously a big part of your life. I remember you played at a... a I think you're on an unsigned bill in uh, in a small venue in Brighton called The Latest back in um, early 2013. I don't know if you remember that at all. I do remember that. Was that um, was that <laughs> one of your very first gigs in in Brighton? Yeah, I think it was actually. After yeah. that, we played at the Black Lion at the open mic night. At the open mic night. <laughs> yeah, and I remember we got told to stop. Because it, it was too loud, was said. it? <laughs> yeah. It was not a full drum set. We were those guys who, who turn up right. with all, all your gear to an open mic night. Yeah. Um, so I think that was like, mate, the first or the second, I can't remember. But then, yeah, that, that show at the latest. Yeah. And it, and things obviously went very went uh, ballistic very quickly, didn't they? Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about um, the beginnings? I know, I know the story is that uh, you went to Australia for a few months and um, Ben then picked you up from the airport yeah, and uh, played, you some, played you some tunes and uh, you went into a rehearsal studio and did a gig that week, I think, in Worthing. Yeah, at Tangerine in Worthing. At the Tangerine. That's, and so that's, that's true. That's kind of how it kicked off again. Yeah, we didn't really have any ambitions um, the whole thing was pretty um, semi-serious. It was like we didn't have any intentions to be in a band that would look to make it or get a record deal or anything. It was we'd been in bands that had, um, you know, strived for that and, and tried to do that, and they were just boring to be in because it all became so serious and um, pretentious. And we just wanted to be in a band that was 
purely for fun. Yeah, it's kind of a very naive beginning. So, yeah, when people always ask us, you know, did you expect all this? It's like, we didn't even expect to make that, that 500 quid from the recording session. Sure. But I also read that when you put Figure It Out on SoundCloud, you were expecting a, a better response than you got. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was pretty good at the time. And I thought that it would go at least beyond my friends. Yeah. Didn't. <laughs> um, no, they no were too blasé, weren't they? <laughs> As friends yeah, can be sometimes. Sort of went, went over people's heads. Well, maybe it didn't even get to their heads. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's funny thinking about that. Have you still got some um, roots in in the in the area? Have you still got a, a base in the uh, Brighton Worthing area? Yeah, I, I um I live in Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. About one day a year. Yeah. <laughs> but you got itchy feet. You didn't really want to be around for long. You wanted to get back on the road as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. So what about the rest of uh, rest of the year? I know you're going to um, the states and playing with uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Is that right? That is correct, yeah. And obviously, they're a band that uh, figure quite prominently in your in your kind of influences. Um, I should imagine. Have you played with them before? No. Right. <laughs> no, it's a huge, um, a huge honour to, to do that. I mean, I yeah, I, the amount of respect I have for that band is words do not exist yet. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that was like the dream scenario for us you know to go on a band go on a tour with a band like like that yeah. um so yeah it's going to be a an absolute masterclass for us 